Hey pals, it's Blaine Hill. Today's Tuesday, the 24th of November. We're creeping up on Thanksgiving. It's going to be here soon. It's going to be a bit different Thanksgiving for most of us. Uh, in that I know for my family, we're not traveling and getting together. We're just going to have Thanksgiving at home. But uh, it's still, we're going to give thanks and enjoy a good meal together. Hi, Betty Joe. It's so good to see you today. She's joined us on Facebook. Some of you will watch this later on on YouTube or listen to it through a podcast. So Thanksgiving is coming. And uh, I want to read uh, a passage from the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy is not a book uh, we often dip into, though it has some incredibly important things in it. It has the Ten Commandments. Hey there, Wilma. You've joined us too. It's really good to see you. Um, That makes me think of, uh, you know, we don't probably attend to the Old Testament Certainly not as much as Jesus did, uh, but uh, do you have a favorite book or passage in the Old Testament? If you want to share that, would love to hear that. what that is. But for Thanksgiving, we're going to look at a, a passage uh, from the book of Deuteronomy, and uh, kind of two parts, really. The first part I'm going to read, this is in Deuteronomy chapter 6. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Keep these words that I am commanding you today in your heart. Recite them to your children and talk about them when you are home and when you are away. When you lie down and when you rise, bind them as a sign on your hand. Fix them as an emblem on your forehead and write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. If we're going to know a passage from the book of Deuteronomy, this is probably one of them. It's called the Shema from the Hebrew. The first word is hear or listen, Shema. And uh, you'll notice that the command to love the Lord our God with all of our heart is there. And uh, Jesus, of course, refers to this when he's asked to summarize the law. So when God's people hear these words, they are in the wilderness. They, they have been in Egypt and through his servant Moses, God brought them out with a mighty hand. But they had been wandering in the desert for a whole generation uh, because they weren't very faithful. But now God is preparing to take them into the promised land. Now think about it. All they have to eat is manna and quail. And they, they that's all they have. Now, God is providing every day. And they are preparing to go into a land that God has prepared for them. And it's going to be an abundant land. So they're in a time and a place of uh, not scarcity, but of limitation. They're in a time and a place of limitation. They have enough. They uh, aren't running out. One of the strange details of life in the wilderness has been that their shoes and their clothes don't wear out. What a wonderful miracle. That means they're wearing the same shoes and same clothes day after day, year after year, decade after decade. They're eating the same food day after day, year after year, decade after decade. They're basically seeing the same terrain year after year, decade after decade. But now God is promising to take them into an abundant land. So they're in a time of limitation and they're preparing to move into a time of abundance. So I'm going to read a little more. 
When the Lord your God has brought you into the land that he swore to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give you, a land with fine, large cities that you did not build, houses filled with all sorts of goods that you did not fill, hewn sisters that cisterns that you did not hew, vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. And when you have eaten your fill, take care that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. So, they're living in a time of restriction and a time of limitation. And God says, I have promised you a land of abundance and variety. Fresh water stored up, the fruit of the land like olives and grapes, abundant houses. When you get those things, don't forget what the Lord has done for you. And I think this is an important lesson for us today. We are living in a, lie, a time, not really of scarcity, but a time of restriction and a time of limitation. We can't go where we want to go all the time. We uh, have to bind up our faces with these masks, uh, which uh, we're all getting rather tired of. We are limited and restricted in what we can do and who we can see. But we have a, a hope that we're going to move into a time of abundance and freedom. We don't know exactly when that's going to be. When we move into that time, we need to remember the Lord our God who has provided. And we need to remember that now as well. Like the children of Israel wandering in the desert in the wilderness long ago, we are living in a time of restriction. We have enough. We have enough food to eat here in the United States. I certainly am not uh, going short on meals, though some of our neighbors are. We have enough, but we don't have exactly what we might want or choose to have. And in those moments, I think it's important for us to give thanks for what we do have. Even as we long for something else and something more, less restriction, less limitation. So this Thanksgiving, I, I want to encourage us, especially in these restrictions and limitations, to still give thanks for God's goodness and kindness and his mercy to us. Uh, we have material sufficiency here in our country. We need to make sure we share that with our neighbors. We have... Uh, a degree of security that is worth noting. And we should give thanks for those things. And we also have the eternal hope that God gives us through his son, Jesus Christ. That the challenges we face here on earth uh, are worth our attention and application. But they are not, they do not have a final say for us. God has, we're not going to wander in this wilderness forever. God has another destination, an eternal place and home for us that we did not establish, but he established for us through his son, Jesus. So that's one thing we need to give thanks for. And then we also need to prepare our hearts to move into a time when we won't be as restricted and limited. And not to forget the Lord, our God, who has delivered us, uh, will deliver us from illness but indeed from sickness altogether, from the power of sin and death. So this Thanksgiving, I surely hope that uh, you are able to rejoice one way or another, whether you're with your loved ones through a phone or a screen or in person. It's not what we would choose. 
We are living with limitation, but we are we have enough to get by. And eventually we'll be led into a place of abundance. Well, what is going on in the life of the church? Uh, we are having a Thanksgiving service, a drive-in Thanksgiving service, tomorrow night, Wednesday the 25th. Uh, you can tune your radio to 87.9 when you drive up, and we'll have that broadcasting. You'll be able to see us as well. Probably going to be chilly, but it's November. It should be. So that's a big event that's happening this week. And, of course, Advent begins on Sunday. Is the Sunday is the first Sunday of Advent. We have an Advent devotional. It's already on the web if you want to get it. Uh, but I encourage you to that. Also, it's stewardship season still. Uh, if you have given your uh, pledge to the church first, thank you so much. Uh, I really am grateful. Uh, all of the staff and the elders and the other people of the church are grateful that you took that step of faith. And if you haven't made a pledge to the church, I want to encourage and ask you to do that. You can do it online. Uh, I believe that's on the webpage. Uh, you can do it with a card. If you really want to, you can shoot a text or email to someone on the staff um, that you trust and relay it that way. Um, but uh, really want to encourage you, please do contribute uh, to the planning of the church by your pleasure offer. What else is happening in the life of the church? Um, there's a lot of mission and ministry opportunity coming up in the next few weeks. One of those things is our teen and tween gift drive. If you, on December 5th, that's the Saturday, if you'll come by the church with a gift to give to a teen or tween, we take those up to Thornwell uh, to kids who have had a disrupted family. And uh, usually we have a big pancake breakfast with sausage and Santa shows up. It's music. It's just great. I'm going to miss it. We're restricted this year. So we're going to have a donut. Donut's not bad, right? So I hope you can be a part of that ministry. Well, uh, it has been good to be together today. I noticed Randy Price has joined us. Hi, Randy. So glad to have you. And uh, want to take a minute and pray together and then wish each other on a good day, onto a good day. Heavenly Father, we are grateful to be able to connect uh, through, uh, the, the, uh, through Internet, but more so to be united and bound together by your Spirit. God, we pray that you would give us grateful hearts for what you have done for us. Give us expectant hearts for the good things that lie ahead, particularly the glory of your kingdom. We do pray this all in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, bye, friends, and I hope to see you soon, one way or another. <laughs>